Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, or you can find our ep- our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. And today is episode twenty-five, and the title of the episode is "Where do I find people to date?" You know, and this question comes from somebody that that really asked the question. Where does a where does a woman find a man to date with her values in the Midwest? I wouldn't even know where to start. I am pretty confident in myself and pretty happy with where I am. I have fun, a lot of fun. What are people like me doing to meet other singles? So maybe you're listening to that and you are in the Midwest and you're like, oh, that's me, that's me. I'm just kidding. But, so where do we go and meet people? What really occurs to me, all of the people that I have met, I haven't been trying to meet. And and, and what do I mean by that? I mean, when I try to go out and date, I look a lot more like, I mean, you pick any nerd from any show that just kind of like messes up and goofs up and, and all that other stuff. If I'm trying super hard, that's me. You know, you try, you try to like overly impress and you try to just be funny or you try to do lots of things. So when we're trying really hard to find somebody... At least in my experience, that hasn't been very helpful. Because it's not something that... I think it's more as we become the person that we're meant to become. That people are just brought into our lives. I mean, the people that... The the girls that I have connected the most with in my life. The the handful, the, the very less than handful that I've super connected with. I wasn't doing anything. All I was doing is I was going to places that I wanted to go and even places that that inner voice and the spirit was nudging me. Why has this become so hard in our world? Why why has it become so hard to, I don't know, think like we have to come up with all these creative plans and all these creative everything? Maybe we're all trying too hard. Maybe this isn't so much about finding the right person as opposed to being led to the right person. Now, where's the difference in being led as opposed to finding? I think being led is just showing up and doing the things that you really want to do already. And along the way, you're going to be nudged just a little bit in different directions. I mean, I I have. I I tried. Oh, what was it? Oh, I I tried Tinder one time. I've tried. I tried Mutual. And and when I say tried, I tried them for like, I don't know, not very long at all. It just wasn't. It wasn't my style. And who knows? I I may eventually get back on one of those. I, I have heard from quite a few people lately that they have met their person on Mutual. And and if that ever strikes me as an idea that I want to try, then I could try it. And the same for you. What's really interesting is people ask for advice. They ask for advice, whether it's about being happy, they ask for an advice about... It was super cool. I just, I just had this really cool thing come to me. And I've been discussing with a... Um, a, a friend of mine about all these really cool new things that we're learning. And you know, she kind of, kind of boiled it down to just this is, there's just an understanding. And, and it is, as uh, I know it's not that much different, but what kind of came to me is there really is. There's, there's this great understanding. And there's this great understanding of how the world works and how things within the world work. And what's interesting is this understanding, it works the same for each of us. Now, I don't mean it's going to give me the same ideas that it's going to give you. 
And, and there's a lot more to this understanding, but one of the parts of it is the inner voice. It is the spirit. It is, it is that still small voice which leads and directs our lives. Part of understanding this is simply that you are going to be guided and directed much differently than you think you are. You know, and even with this, with this woman that asked this question, which I, I, I didn't even take the time to say thank you so much to this individual that asked this question. I really appreciate it. It gives me a great starting point. Instead of having to think really, really hard about what to say, it just gives me a jumping off point. Each and every one of you has within you the spirit and this inner voice and this inner wisdom. And it will lead and guide you exactly where you're supposed to be. And do you know what I've found in my life? When I am, when I'm living my life on purpose, when I'm living my life intentionally, things just start to happen that are outside of my control. Like, I mean, that's, that's really how it is. It's like things happen and we just keep going and we keep going and we keep going. And we just keep seeing what we see and adjusting as we go. So going back to this question, where do you find people to date? Live your life the best way that you can. And you will find tons of people that you connect with. If you're a person that enjoys hiking, you may find somebody on the trail. If you're a person that enjoys sports, you might find them through some recreational sport. I don't know where you're going to find your person. But if I were talking to this person individually, I would just remind them of the times that they've gone places that they've found people they've connected with. And the other part I would add to this, why is it that sometimes we feel that we're not doing enough or this, um, this just, I don't know, angst or pressure or whatever it is? Why do we feel that? There is no pressure. There is no actual pressure to get married. Yes, I get pressure creates diamonds, blah, blah, blah. But there's no pressure. And the more pressure that you place on yourself to figure out the perfect way to meet somebody, the harder it's going to be. And at the same time, I know there's this longing. There, there is. There's a longing for us to be with somebody, to find somebody. I mean, most of the movies like have a romantic storyline, unless it's just an action movie with everybody blowing everybody up. And we all watch as they, as they meet. And I mean, there's the Hallmark formula. Little girl, small town, big guy from big city. Forced to go work in the small town, meets little girl, they get married happily ever after, blah, blah, blah. Well, there is that. You know, the, the story that comes to my mind is actually from an early, an early church leader. He went and his name was James E. Talmadge. And they said, hey, you got to get married. And, and I can't remember all the stuff behind that, but they said, hey, you got to get married. So he went to God and he said, hey, here's the deal. 
I'm kind of busy with life. So if you really want me to get married, I'm going to be sitting on this park bench at this time. And if she walks up to me and it's her, I'll marry her. It actually happened, true story, and he married her. I, I'm not recommending that, but I think it's just super funny. Like, and it also shows something for asking for what you want. If you want somebody that's active and in shape, then probably you're going to find them doing something active. Not probably, but you may find them doing something active. What if you stopped worrying so much about like where to find somebody to date and just allowed it to happen? Nothing happens by forcing things. And, and these little nudges that I talk about from the inner voice, I can't tell you how so, 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 so important that really is. You know, it's almost like a cartoon of one of the characters in the background just keeps shoving his friend in the back. And the friend's like, no, 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 I could never talk to her. But I get it. We, we do. We have a lot of thinking that comes up. And maybe it's not even so much about, you know, where to find people to date. Maybe it's even simply about approaching people we'd be interested in dating. It's like I was at, I was just at lunch with a friend today. And while we were there, there was this fairly attractive girl that was kind of in the background, like, you know, getting her stuff. And then she left. And there was a part of me that's like, how oh, she'd be fun to talk to you. And it's like, but, but then we have this other thinking pop up in our head. And it's like, oh my goodness. What would my friend think? I'm here having lunch with him. And it would, and how old is this girl? Because to be honest, girls can, they can look the same whether they're like 18 to like 40. Like they really can. I mean, I've known one of my good friends when I first met her, she was, oh goodness, she was probably like, you know, 35 or 40 and she really literally looked 25. Like there's some people that just have that like super young look. And so we get, so we get all this thinking in our head and it's like, well, I don't even know if she'd be interested. But I mean, ironically, as she left, she kind of like did, she did look over at me, at me a little bit. And so who knows, maybe, maybe I missed my opportunity and maybe it's over forever. We, we get so much thinking in our head that prevents us from being present. Like, if you're present with almost anybody that you want to be with, there's a good chance it's going to go okay. There, there are people that you see. There, there are people that you desire to connect with. Connect with them. And, and there's no judgment if you don't. Like, like I'm saying here, I, I had plenty of thinking. And like I said, this girl was really attractive. And I was attracted to her. And who knows? Maybe she was attracted to me but we don't know. The worst they can do is say no. The best they can do is say yes. And I know especially since, you know, quite a few, quite a few people that listen to this podcast are members of the same faith as I am. And it's like, well, I don't even know if they're a member of my faith. Okay. If you're interested in somebody, you can meet up separately at ice cream. And, you know, if you feel good about it and feel good about going out with them, it's just ice cream. We, we make life so much harder than it is. And I always keep adding myself included because, yeah, me too. Like, totally. I'm, I'm right there with you guys. You know, in seeing girls that I'm somewhat interested in but not enough to, like, ask them, yeah, me too. And it's not a big deal. Like, it's not a big deal at all. You know, the other thing I want to add is get creative. Where do you want to meet people? Like, have fun with it. You know, what, what would be the, the funniest place that you could meet somebody that... Because there's those stories, too. Like, I talk about meeting people, like, kind of where you are. 
But there's other stories where people meet like doing the most random things. I, I mean, one thing that I've met plenty of girls is doing service, doing some form of service. And the cool part about doing service is because you're focused on other people and most of your attention is outward, you can't be freaking out as much inside of, oh my goodness, what am I going to say to this person? Because it just doesn't matter. And there's that good feeling in the air. You know, I, I actually did. I went, did this uh, service project once and there's this, you know, fairly attractive girl, like super attractive girl, actually. And we went out afterwards and we just got a burger. And I realized get, after getting that burger that, hey, this person was super attractive and not for me. Like, not, nothing happened. There was no, nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. Nothing happened. But we turned everything into a thing. I think some of the other places that I've met people, um, I've I've met girls playing sports. I've met um, doing you know different acting and stuff. Like I've met them all across the board. What if you could just trust and begin to live your life from a place of understanding and knowing that if you just went and lived your life. That at the right time for you, as, as long as you were open to it, that at the right time for you, God would place the right person in your life. What, what if you stopped using so much of your energy, spending on your thinking about, oh goodness, where do I find them and how do I find them? We make this game so hard. This game is not up to us. Like, yeah, you can put yourself where you want to put yourself. But for example, if I told you, hey, the best place is going to be is to meet someone is going to be the top of the mountain at sunrise. Well, what happens if you go to the, t- the mountain at the top of the... What happens if you go to the top of the mountain at sunrise and there's nobody there? Like, the, we want to look for formulas. We want to look for the right answer. But there can't be a right answer because there's six billion people. Actually, I take that back. There can be a right answer. It's just not the one you're looking for. The right answer, you know, is, is just trusting yourself. I, I want to share with you guys something, and it really has nothing to do with this, but if you guys have listened to this podcast enough, you know how this goes. You know, it was amazing. I have these, I'm super blessed to have these weekly calls with Richard Paul Evans, the New York Times bestselling author. And, and on this last one that we had, he invited each of us to go to God, go to our, our source, our Heavenly Father in prayer, and just to ask him a few questions. And one was, what is it like to live a more abundant life? And the second one was kind of like, I can't remember exactly, but what talents and gifts that you've been given. And in the third one, it wasn't really a question. It was more so like just daydream, have fun with God, explore and, and create what you would want to create. And then he even added something to the extent of like, don't be surprised if you get some sort of a you know, really cool vision. And so I did that. I actually did that right after we right after we got off that call and it was such a beautiful experience that I I won't share the specifics because it was a really special experience for me. But I was able to see myself more as God sees me. More as my heavenly Father sees me. And he was able to open up something so amazing to me that I've been trying to open up for a very long time and it just I just haven't been able to see myself in that place. And, and he also even, t- like, even in that conversation where I just daydreamed about kind of my ideal day, my ideal week, and those type of things, was it occurred to me that instead of playing hockey once a week, I wanted to play ice hockey twice a week. So that I could play basketball Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, and then I could play hockey Tuesdays and Thursdays. Well, 
that'll happen because of that experience. And, and that's really what I'm pointing you guys to. In my understanding, and you can use your own understanding as well, one of the parts of this great understanding is knowing that you have this inner voice that is consistently directing your life. And in these, and in these podcasts, all I do is take this great understanding and I apply it. And then I try to share stories or cool things that occur to me that might be helpful to you guys. But back, back to this, like, I'm trying to think of any time that I've really connected with somebody that I was, I was trying super hard to, to date and to find people. I mean, another experience that, I mean, I'll, I'll share a couple of like, places that I enjoy meeting people because, I don't know, that might be helpful for you guys, is one of the other ones is country dancing. Like, there, there's not that many people that strike me. But one particular night, quite a few years ago, there was a girl I danced with at country dancing, and there was an awesome energy. There was an awesome connection. And I was kind of in a weird place, and I just didn't do anything with it. I didn't get her number or anything else. Like, we just had so much fun. And, like, she just, she just made me feel good. Look for those people that make you feel good. And... It, and she was, she was super cool and super kind and super nice. Like she was just so kind and so amazing. You know, I'm kind of struggling here on like what, I, I what more to say on this? Because like just putting it very simply, I don't have the answers for you guys. But I can point you to what has all of the answers. And that is this inner voice. Try it. Try it right now. I want you to just ask, whatever that inner voice is to you, what's one place that I could go to meet a potential person to date? You know, oftentimes, these answers come to us so subtly that we don't even notice. I, I was doing an exercise with one of my clients and you know, really helping him try to see this. And what I had him do is just sit and read a book that he really enjoyed and just wait until the next, the next thought occurred to him about what he could do next. And I was doing the same thing at the same time. And it was interesting because I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, this almost always works when I sit down and read a book and the next thought kind of comes to me. And, it was, and I didn't feel it was coming. But then what I realized is I was glancing it off so fast because it didn't look like the thing I wanted to do. When, when we get a direction from this inner voice, sometimes it doesn't look like we think we want it to look. It's almost like you know, we're looking for a blonde and out, and, and out pops a brunette you know, from behind a counter or something, and we're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> It, it's a little bit like that. Like they come, they don't try to disguise themselves. They just look a little bit different than we thought it was going to look. I mean, I've talked to people and, and this is just, this might be super helpful. I have talked to, you know, one particular person comes to my mind. And she just kind of, she didn't worry about dating. She just told God, she's like, hey, like, you know, place people essentially in my path and put the right person in my path and cool. I really believe that God is willing to help us so much more 
than we think he can. And not just in dating, but in our lives. But we just can't see how, that, how it can be that simple. Can it really be as simple as go out and show up and do the stuff you love to do and stop putting so much pressure on yourself and start paying attention to those inner nudgings of the inner voice? Yes. I mean, if you wanted to stop it right here, you're good. If you listen to that. That's, that's all there is to this. And, and the reason sometimes I'm like... When my mentor would talk to us, especially in my early years of getting this great understanding, it's like, guys, this, this, is, this is so simple, it's almost hard to explain, is kind of the idea he was sharing. And he's like, no, that's all there is, is really. All you have to do is follow this inner wisdom. All you have to do is follow this inner voice. If it occurs to you to go dancing, go dancing. If it occurs to you to play sports, play sports. Maybe so much of finding the right person to date is unlearning all the horrible, terrible advice that you've been given for so many years. Oh no, I've got to be in the right place. I've got to figure it out. I've got to know everything. Do you know the odds of one person meeting one person in the entire world? Insane. It's like one in six billion. Talk about pressure. I mean, and even if there's, there's more people than that for everyone, I have no idea. That, that'll be a conversation for another day. But those are pretty big odds. And how people find themselves that are just like, it's like if you've ever had a really, really strange friend, because everybody has them, and you're just like, there is no way in the world that there is a person for this guy or girl. And then you find them, they find their person. And they're almost identical. Like I think I shared this a couple episodes ago, but they said there was this. There was this very attractive supermodel that Chris Farley was, they were dating for quite a while when Chris Farley was alive. And his friend said how like this really attractive supermodel was almost identical to Chris Farley. Almost identical. Like they were the same person. Oh, isn't that interesting? This, you know, and Chris Farley, you know, he was... He, he, he looked the way he did and a supermodel looks the way she does. Like, it didn't matter. They found each other and like, like we put so much pressure on ourselves and we say, oh, that person would never like me. Why would that person talk to me? They could be offended. They could be scared. Maybe it's actually more that God places people in our paths and we talk ourselves out of it. It's like today, hey, who knows? That, that girl could, could have been the girl of my dreams. And I talked myself out of it. Am I, am I sitting here heartbroken and, and, and forlorn and beaten and all those other things? No, I'm not. And you know why? Because if, for example, that was my person, or if they were a potential person, I'll come back around again. Have you guys ever, like, one thing I have noticed is sometimes we get this idea, and I even shared, in one of the podcasts, I shared a song by, it's by the Zach Brown band called As She's Walking Away. We think sometimes there's this only one chance that we're going to have to potentially be with this person. It's not. It's like you meet them and then, then you see them again. You're like, whoa, especially when you see them in like weird places. What are you doing here type deal? If every single one of us is following those, those inner nudgings and that, that still small voice, we're going to be guided and directed. 
this thing of thinking that we missed out. I mean, they, they call it FOMO or whatever they call it. That's how they, that's how they sell a lot of stuff these days. Oh my goodness. If you don't, if you don't get in on this experience, you're going to, you're going to totally miss out. I mean, even like today, some of my friends, they were going, they were going paddleboarding um, down one of the rivers here. And it was like, part of me wanted to go and the other part didn't, but more of me didn't than did. There's a lot of really cool stuff that I'm working on right now. And I just really want to stay working on that. And it's like, oh my goodness, Joseph, you could miss out, but you're, you're going to see the pictures. You're going to see everything. Well, and also it's only like 85 degrees here and that water's going to be super, super cold. <laughs> It's okay, guys. You will. If, if a person is right for you, you'll find them. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a, there's only one person out there for you. But when we believe that God has our back, and I think it was even, it was Einstein or somebody that asked the question, like, we need to decide for ourselves whether we believe in a benevolent universe. And I love that because I do. And I'm starting to see it even more and more now. The more that I show up in life doing the things that I want to do, the more cool people and that show up in my life. That's just the way it works. What if you could trust that God has your back and you don't have to worry about figuring out the exact right way that you're going to meet the exact right person because some book a long time ago told you, if you miss your chance, then you've missed your chance. Life is a lot more like a carousel than it is a waterfall. <laughs> if, if something goes over the Niagara Falls and hits the rocks at the bottom... I don't care what it was. You're not getting that. That's how we act. It's like, it's like this conveyor belt that's going over Niagara Falls. If we don't grab it, it's like, oh my goodness, if I don't talk to this person, then, oh goodness, what's going to happen to me? And a lot of times in those positions, oh my goodness, we psych ourselves out. It's like I was on a trip with this, you know, this super attractive girl. We just kind of, and we, we did, we connected quite a bit, not as much as I've connected with some other people. And you start having so much thinking pop up in your head all the time. You know, like, it's like, oh my goodness, well, what, what, if, what if I don't say that? And what if I say this? And why did I say that? We psych ourselves out so much. I mean, in that particular instance with that girl, I don't know, like, I felt like because we'd had this, you know, connection... I had to always be talking to her. And there was, this was like a giant group trip of, I mean, we had probably at least a hundred people on this trip. And there was like this pressure that felt like I had to just talk to her all the time. And you know what happened? I, I totally got her to the point that she didn't want to talk to me anymore. And it's okay. But if I didn't have so much thinking in my head and I was like, oh, cool, what do I want to do? Yeah, as opposed to kind of following around like a puppy. Hey, like girls, when like if a guy is, most guys are just going to follow cute girls around like a puppy, at least for a while. <laughs> That's just kind of how we are. The, you know, you girls say fetch and we're like, oh, okay. How, and jump and we're like, how high? That's just kind of how we are until we realize who we are. And until we realize who we are, we are where we're consistently looking for the perfect right thing to do. And then once we're not, we're able to be taught so much more by this inner voice. We, we do though, like we start freaking out. It's like, you guys, you guys don't hear how many pauses sometimes are in some of these recordings because I don't think you guys like that. <laughs> but it's not like tons and tons, but it's like, I don't know where to go next. Well, the truth is I never did. And you don't have to. 
Because that still small voice, the Spirit's going to tell me the exact next thing to say. And it's going to be the exact right thing. It's so funny. Sometimes, like, I actually, so on, on the re- recording program I use, I can actually tell, you know, the exact time. And I kind of target these between, like, 45 minutes and an hour. And after, like, 10 minutes today, I'm like, oh, my goodness, what else am I going to say? Because well, when, I, when I talk about how simple this is, like, I really mean it. If if you think about, actually, this is probably a good thing. This probably would have been cool to start with, but hey, we're here now. So I want you to think about the people that you've really connected with and then ask yourself, were you efforting or were you allowing? Were you efforting? Were you doing everything? Were you on all the apps? Were you just doing everything known to man to find this person? Or were you allowing? Were you surrendering? Were you allowing the natural course of things to take their place? You know, as I said in my experience, like, it wasn't me. Here's honestly how it works for me. And this kind of goes back. There's an article on my website, josephanderson.co, that's the, it's the highest ranked article there. Finding the person of your dreams is like finding the needle in the haystack. You know, in this question, what I probably should have put earlier, but that's okay, is this question is more based on searching the haystacks. Hey, Joseph, where do I find another haystack to search? Where do I find another more opportunities? I don't care where you are. If you focus on how can you become more of that magnet, more of that power, more of that light, more of that joy in yourself, people will find you. I mean, true true story, one of the people that I've connected the most with lived super, 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 super far away from me. And, you know, God still brought us together. That's how it works. When I'm ready and, and when, you know, my person's ready, it'll work out. Now, what, now I want to also pause and say this doesn't mean, okay, what do I have to do to be ready? You show up and you live your life the way you want to live your life. I, I'm learning so much about how our lives are about agency. And recently we had this inspirational conference for our church. And I write these questions down for it, and I hadn't gotten that much from it, or at least those questions. But I did get an impression afterwards of that of the Cheshire Cat. And I actually listened to Alice in Wonderland this week. Um, I had this goal to read like 21 books, and so I, I, needed, I needed a book to finish very quickly. And it was actually super good. I really enjoyed it. But there's a part there about the Cheshire Cat. So Alice in Wonderland's all there traipsing in, in Wonderland, just chilling, having a good time. And she comes across this cat. She's like, hey, where do I go? And the, and the Cheshire cat's like, well, that depends. Where do you want to end up? She's like, I don't care. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter where you go then. You, you got to decide at least a little bit of what you want. And what I have, my experience has been When I have gone out and I have created, I have created more and more of what I want in the picture of my ideal person because everybody I've dated, really, most of them have resembled a certain type. Like most of them have resembled this particular type. And I don't just mean physically. I mean spiritually. I mean um, the talents they have. I mean like everything about them. And it's almost like I'm honing in closer and closer and closer to this person closer and closer and who knows maybe the reason i didn't ask that girl out today is i didn't think she had what i wanted but one thing that's been super helpful for me and i've actually had plenty of experiences like this when i go and i take the time and i figure out more and more of what i want in my ideal girl then usually i meet them because there's so much happening in our lives that we just we don't pay attention to everything. And so the more, the more intentional I get about what I want, the more Heavenly Father is able to say, hey, here you go, Joseph. 
And, and so the same for you. This question, I mean, you guys just have to bear with me on these because I learn as I go on, on every single podcast. And by the end, I'm like, oh, why didn't you say this earlier? Why did you say this earlier? But it's perfect because that's the journey of life. And we just get better and better and better and better. And those people that really want to hear this stuff are going to listen to the end of the podcast. And those that aren't, aren't. And it's okay. I don't really care either way. Because the only thing that's up to me is putting out what I feel that, that God wants me to put out. That's all that's up to me. So the... So I guess going back, if, if I were to start this podcast over, and I'm not going to. But instead of asking the question, you know, where do I find this person to date? I would ask the question first, what kind of person do you want to date? I mean, do you want to, do you want to find someone athletic? Because that's something that you might enjoy. Do you want to find someone that, uh, you know, loves to hike? Do you want to find someone, I mean... The list goes on and on and on. You know, I've got two friends, and hopefully they don't mind me sharing this. I won't share their names, but um, I have a friend that I've known her for, oh, probably a good, you know, three, four, five years. And she's awesome. You know, and she's an, an adorable girl and just super fun and super happy. And well, and then recently I met this other guy that, you know, he's just, He's just funny. Like he's funny. He's crazy. He just loves to have a good time, and you know they both and they both enjoy many of the same activities. And they and they started dating, and it is so cool to see. I mean, they are so happy together. Not fake happy. Like they're actually happy because they're they're kind of similar to the story I shared about Chris Farley and. Her name is Lori Bagley. That's her name. Um, of, of the girl Chris Farley was dating, not my friend. But like, they're kind of similar in that and they're a very similar to each other. And they love the same things. And I love seeing them together because they're so happy. Wait for the person that's right for you. Stop trying to pull out all the uncooked bread out of the oven. It doesn't work. You, you got to figure out at least a little bit of what you want before you know where to get it. I mean, that seems, it's so funny that I didn't say that in the beginning because it seems just so real to me right now that if you sit down and if you think of what you want, I've done plenty of podcasts on that, but I know some people will fight me on the list. Hey, if you go to a store without a list, there's a good chance you're coming home with just tons of Oreos. I'm just saying. And, and maybe that's not your experience, but that's been my experience. Like, we got to know at least a little bit of what we're wanting. Well, and the other thought, like when I, when I have something that I need and I don't put it on a list and then I end up at the store and then I get home later and it's like, oh, why didn't I buy that? That's how it goes. It's okay to have a list. And it's also okay to change that list. And it's okay to have a long list. It's okay to have a short list. But have a list that's fun. Like, if, if you got the person of your dreams, what would they look like? How would they act? What would they sound like? And I'm telling you, like, the more specific your list is, the better your odds of finding that person. I think each of us are almost searching for something and just knowing we're going to know it when we find it. I mean, that's been kind of my experience is there's this part of me that just kind of guides and directs me. Well, you know, of course the spirit, but even this deeper thing, like I think our spirits just kind of know each other and we know other people. It's like certain people you hug and there's just that super, super connection. Certain people you hug and there's not that at all. I don't know. Like one of my thoughts is maybe our spirits kind of know each other. So bottom line for this question, where does a person go to find somebody? Wherever you feel directed. 
but you're gonna need a lot better directions when you know where you want to go. It's almost like uh, this. This question is funny. It's almost like um, I mean, the question's not funny. I, I'm just I'm seeing so much differently now as we're having this. It's almost like asking for directions to a city. And somebody says, oh, cool. Well, what city do you want to get to? And you're like, I don't know. Just send me somewhere I'm going to like. And the person looks back at us. They're like, what? Are you kidding? Like, you're, you're serious. Yeah, I'm totally serious. You know, I just, I just want to find someone. I, I just want to find some place. Like, all right, cool. Well, you know, the nearest city is like 10 miles that way. You can go there. Okay, cool. I'll go there. Like that's that's really the more that I'm doing this, that's the more how it looks to me. The more you understand what you're looking for, the more you're going to know where to look for it. Like we think we know where we're going to find something, but we don't. But the more you know what you're looking for, the more you're going to know where to start. And so what do you do once you know where to start? Whatever occurs to you to do. If it occurs to you to go to a fun event, if it occurs to you to get on Mutual, if it occurs to get on you know, any of the other dating apps, I'm not going to name all 3,000. I don't even know if there is 3,000. Whatever occurs to you as the next step. We worry so much about the big steps that we have to take. Just take the tiniest of steps. You have no idea where it's going to lead. And it just doesn't matter. Like, I love the scene from Meatballs. Or Bill Murray just starts banging a log against the floor and saying, It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter where you start. It do, like, we spend so much time thinking. The, the analogy I like to use is whether I'm going left out of my driveway or whether I'm going right. It just doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you're in the game. The game that you want to be in. And if that's the dating game, awesome. And then you're going to be guided. You're going to be nudged. It's kind of like this podcast. This podcast is probably an excellent example. It's like, cool, well, we started off in this direction. And then we get a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Hey, you know what? It might be better just to start listening to this podcast halfway through. <laughs> I'm so kidding, but but honestly, that's just an unfolding process. There's an unfolding that happens. There's insights and advice and everything that's given to us. And but at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter where you start. But if it were me, since I know some people really, really want prescriptions, I would start first of all figuring out what I really wanted. And there's a podcast on that before. Episode five of what do you want in a spouse? And I'm sure others talk about it too, but that, that's, the, that's the most specific one out there that I just can see by looking at the list of the podcast I've done before. But it just doesn't matter. And so, so I'd figure out what I wanted. And then I would probably think about, okay, well, cool. What are things that I love to do? That this person might be at. And I really would. I'd look for the guidance and direction of that inner voice. And the spirit. There's a cool scripture that says. By the Holy Ghost. It will show unto you all things that you should do. And I liken that to being this inner voice that I speak about. It will guide all things that you should do. I have seen this so abundantly in my life lately. And if you can understand this in dating and understand this in your life, 
that there really is this inner voice that guides you in all things that you should do, that's a promise. And if it's the wrong thing to do, you will be warned. God doesn't let us go down roads without saying, hey, don't do that. I know from experience. And I would also say, go have fun. Go have fun. Go have the time of your life, enjoying your life, enjoying yourself, and doing everything that you love to do. Because the more you don't do what you love to do, the happier you're going to become. And the happier you become, the more of your type of people you're going to attract. And you just might attract that person. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. And if you guys would like, you're welcome to join us on our Monday call. I know it's at a weird time for some people, but it's usually at 10 a.m. Arizona time on Monday morning. So if you got to take an early lunch or a a late breakfast or whatever it is, or if you work for yourself and want to box out that time, we'd love to have you join us. We've had a great, great group of people on there. And that space is really for you to even get like one-on-one coaching, even for just a few moments. I know there's quite a few people out there that can't afford any type of coaching. And there's a great place right there that we focus on this happy and single concept. And some people have gotten some amazing things from there. So I'd highly, re- I'd highly encourage that. That's totally free. Um, you can go to happyandsingle.com and it has all the information for joining there. And, uh, and also, if you, if you would like to, if you've gotten a lot from these podcasts and you'd really like to see, hey, I wonder what a one-on-one conversation with Joseph would look like. You're welcome to reach out to me on my Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and you know, happy to have that conversation with you of what that looks like. I have, I've helped, I have helped. Uh, one of my clients was a successful musician, and you know, she was she wasn't sure if she could ever meet the person of her dreams. And two months after we started working together, she met the man of her dreams, and I worked with her for about a year, and she married him after that point. And it was just super cool to be a part of that. So, and all we did is started playing around with possibilities. We did. We started playing around with what was possible. That's why I call myself the it's possible guy. Because once you see the tiniest step that's possible in front of you, you can take it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so grateful to you. Please share this with, you know, anyone that you feel would benefit from this. I mean, who do you feel would be benefit from this right now? And if a name came to your mind, please go ahead and share it with them. Thank you guys so much. Um, once again, my name is Joseph Anderson and go out and live your adventure. Thank you. Thank you.